Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path. We know the obstacles. And we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Vigero. So everybody, welcome back to Breaking Barriers. I'm really excited today. With me, we have Abraham. Um, Abraham is an absolute beast in the social counter game, this company IRL. Um, you know, I would love, honestly, I don't think that I could do the justice you can to your story. Um, Abraham, can you tell people, you know, obviously a little bit about yourself and the story that you have? Yeah, so let's see. There's so many places to start, but with IRL, um, or with myself, actually, I mean, I started, I went to Berkeley for school and actually dropped out of school to start my first company. That company was an enterprise software company in uh, 2007 during the first sort of like a banking crash. And I built and sold that company, it took me about four years. And then now I'm on to IRL. And I asked myself when I was starting IRL, what I realized with my last company is whatever you work on, you become. And so I asked myself, what do I want to become? Because whatever you work on influences you as much as you influence it. And so for me with IRL, the entire mission is to increase and drive connection across humanity. Um, And so leveraging uh, a tool that has been used for literally thousands of years, the calendar, bringing it into the modern age, to the mobile social era, um, and something that really roots us all and brings us together. I love that, man. And what would you say, so diving right in, like, what would you say, is there somebody in your family that's an entrepreneur that motivated you to want to start this and and start on your own? Like, what was it that motivated you to get going and get the entrepreneur bug? Yeah, so my father actually moved from Egypt when he was in his early 20s with no money and didn't really know how to speak English. And he he made it. He he came to America. Um, he started out as a you know simple man just trying to make it, and eventually made a restaurant, and then made a handful of restaurants. And I grew up with this belief that anything was possible by seeing my dad come from um, nothing and and being able to make his American dream. And I realized that the American dream is real. It happens every day. And all you have to do is just believe that anything's possible. Oh, that's fire, man. Damn, you almost just took away my ending piece here. Because at the end, I asked you what your uh, what your quote is. And I feel like you just nailed it in the beginning of the segment. Damn. <laughs> so... So with that said, one of the things that we get asked pretty frequently is, is what is your, what is your daily routine? Like, do you have a morning routine that you do to kick off your day, set your day out for success? Yeah, I, um, I actually do some breath work for about 15 to 30 minutes and I focus on how I would like to, my day to go specifically affirmations. Um, like I'm, I'm just putting myself and my body into the feeling of of feeling good and feeling successful and feeling like the day is going to go both gracefully and, uh, you know, successfully in the ways that I would like. But I, as opposed to thinking about specifics, it's a really a feeling. It's just putting yourself in that feeling or that frequency of, of like happiness and, and, and grace. Love it. Love it. And so, and so, you know, with that said, a lot of people now, but are you the type of person, are you an early riser? Are you somebody who gets up whenever naturally your body like is ready to get up? Like, how do you operate in terms of like what time you get up in the morning? So I love waking up early. 
um, it's it's something that that makes me very happy and actually helps me get through the day. So for me, waking up early and, and having that time before anybody needs me to to take space for myself is super important. I agree. But with I'm that. not a naturally early. I actually I have to push myself. I naturally like to sleep in, so I kind of have to. But I realize I have to go to bed early because as long as I go to bed early, then I can get enough sleep. Of course, of course. And I agree with that wholesomely because, again, the second my day starts, I'm slammed in 10,000 different directions. Having that ability to do that yourself and have that alone time is so, so important, man. Um, so I agree with that big time. Um, talk to me about talk to me about funding. You know, one of the questions that we get pretty often too is, you know, when people are looking to raise money, um, and I know that, you know, with IRL that, you know, you raised, I believe $3 million in your seed round. Yeah. So we've raised a total publicly of $11 million. Awesome. Awesome. And so what advice would you give to a startup that's looking to start raising, um, and that wants to dial in, get serious about it? Like what kind of advice would you give to them? It's a good question. Well, there's a, there's a lot that goes into that. The most important thing is you want to raise money to grow something you don't want to raise money on an idea so essentially you want the train to already be leaving the station and you want to raise money to make the train go faster right right um, any anytime you go and raise money and you say i need your money to be successful nobody wants to give it to you you have to make that success and make that momentum on your own no matter how slow you go yeah. one of my models is it doesn't matter how slow you go as long as you don't stop Mm. So it doesn't matter how good you're going. Oh, out. Man. <laughs> this is fire. Uh, but it's it's very real. It doesn't. It, it really doesn't matter as long as you don't stop. And so it doesn't matter how slow you're going by yourself, or you know, with a few friends, whatever you're building. Um, but the key is is that you're doing it because investors invest in people who are going to do it with or without their money. But that money could make it go faster. Mm, I love that. So create, so hold on, that was everybody listening right now. If you are driving, if you are working out at home, obviously, cause you can't be in a gym, um, or on a bus that right there needs to be something that you write down and you get into your brain because that is freaking fire and every degree possible. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people, Abraham, and I'm sure obviously you've been around a lot of startups and you know, probably have a lot of friends that are like that. And they put in a little bit of work and they want the capital and they want the capital to come in and they get frustrated that they're not getting the investors to come in right away. But what you just said makes so much sense. Um, you know, you need to have something that's already working that can just be accelerated in order for it to make sense financially for that investor at the end of the day. Um, so I, I appreciate you saying that that's such a good way to look at it. It's a great perspective. Yeah. And it can be really simple to start, right? It could literally be, like, for example, I have a friend who's starting a uh, farming delivery business, and his prototype was him delivering watermelons through Instagram. Like, he literally posted, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be delivering fresh watermelons from, from my family's farm today. Uh, whoever wants one, DM me. And what he did is he just then, like, lived his prototype of what an app would be, but just did it himself just to kind of prove out, like, oh, what does the demand look like? What does does this prototype look like? Because he can keep doing that on Instagram by himself until he has enough funding to build a product around it. And the the whole root is, is 
you don't need something super fancy. There's actually a handful of really interesting startups that have started through Google spreadsheet forms. Um, so there are just like so many different ways that you can start. You don't need any money. You don't need any people. You just need some sort of like creativity and a, and a simple starting place. I love that. I love that. So you, so you spent some time and, and my podcast director, my team for our podcast, um, you know, they, they uh, did some research. And so, uh, you know, we, we identified that, you know, you worked at Google for a little bit, um, you know, when you were going yeah. to uh, UC Berkeley. Yeah. So what was that like? How, how, what was it like? Did you gain any valuable knowledge from being in a culture and an environment like that, where some of the smartest people in the world are working? that you were able to bring into your own venture? You know, my favorite part about it was the food. So the food did it for you. So, uh, so you had unlimited breakfast, lunch, and dinner there? What was the deal there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can eat full meals. And I was in college. So I was going to school. I was starting my own company. And I was working at Google. It was, it was quite an intense moment for me. Um, what you tend to find out about whatever is qualified as the smartest people is there really are no smarter than you or me. They may have, you know, a little bit, they have, they may have spent more time thinking about a subject than you or me has, or they might have an interesting way to approach solving a problem. But at the end of the day, what you realize is we're all capable of doing whatever we want. And there really is like, there's no shine to super smart people. I felt that when I went to Berkeley um, I felt that when I was at Google, I, you know, I feel that when I meet some of my favorite people is at the end of the day, we're all just humans. And there isn't this like magic thing that somebody has that the rest of us don't. The only difference is, is what we decide to do with what we know. I love that. That's big, man. That's definitely big. Um, now moving, moving along here. So, um, where do you see IRL in the next two years? Yes, yeah, so we're our entire focus is just to become the calendar for um, for the world, meaning for our own personal selves and um, you know for businesses. Like for example, right now, if you want to find your favorite sports team's calendar, you have to go on their website, and sometimes they'll have like a janky schedule up, or they'll like have a some sort of thing that says like download a file to put it on your calendar. All of that feels so 90s or early 2000s. And then of course for ourselves, like the calendar options that we have are like iCal or things that are default to email like gcal and, and Outlook. But there is no mobile social calendar that's rooted around chat that's just built to be fun and simple and friendly and not feel like work. So our goal is to index all the calendars globally, whether it's a team a sports team that you might care about in the us or literally anywhere else in the world um, so that you can find anything that you want and follow it and add it to your calendar and then like also follow what your friends are up to and, and make plans so the goal is just to keep deepening in this rooted value of becoming the standard for the calendar globally awesome that's awesome man how about for yourself personally personally my most the most I mean this is my life so my life is really rooted in in this in every single way possible I am this business um, as much as this business influences me 
So what I focus most on and, and what I care, like what I think a lot about is actually habit building, how to, how to continually build better habits for myself. And what's amazing is a calendar is actually very helpful for that. Um, creating new habits takes some time. And for me, I'm constantly, you know, there's a, there's a pursuit of perfection that you never reach for, for all of us within ourselves is, you know, like being a human is messy. So getting better habits, finding, you know, ways to be healthier and, and more present with myself and, and my team and my family. Awesome, man. Listen, that's, I, I couldn't say that better myself. I'll be honest with you. That's, that's awesome. Um, and, uh, and listen, and, you know, again, we, we, first off again, this is our little micro, micro, uh, micro content podcast here. And, you know, in, in, uh, in getting to the end here, um, you know, is there, is there something, I know you kind of said something that was like that. The reason why I asked, look, I started, I started my agency, um, you know, a little over a decade ago, um, you know, and, uh, and so, you know, I was a young kid didn't go to college, you know, was, was still in high school. Um, and for me, you know, I was looking at something like online, I was looking for some sort of quote that I, that I could really resonate with that would really motivate me in any scenario that I was in. Um, and so I like to ask entrepreneurs, is there a quote that you, that you really vibe with that, that like you believe in and then like believe and run through, like no matter what situation you're in? Yeah. I mean, there's so many of them, but one, one that's coming to me right now is this is it. And expand on that. This is it. Meaning like, this is it. You're never going to be ready. You're never, there's never going to be a perfect moment. There's always going to be reasons why you shouldn't do something. There's always more reasons why you shouldn't do something than there are usually reasons why you should. So this is, I mean, like, this is your life. This is your moment. This is everything. This moment right now is everything. There is, like, the future hasn't happened yet. The past is gone. This moment is everything. What you do with this moment defines who you are. How you feel in this moment defines who you are. I think we all, including myself, fall for chasing the, like the better future selves, you know, believing that we're going to be better, believing the future is going to be better, which all, are all true, but they're only going to happen it, based on what we do today, based on what we do right now. This is everything. Um, so what we do right now is everything. Love that, man. That's, that's complete fire. Listen, first off, if you're not following my man Abraham, you need to go follow this guy. Obviously, follow IRL as well. Um, where can people find you? And this is where you plug yourself. Yeah, so IRL.com. That's the product. And you can find me on Twitter. I don't tweet that much, but I post some things there. It's A-B-R-A Shafi, S-H-A-F-I. Boom. And, uh, and listen, man, I always like to tell our guests, listen, we appreciate your time today. You know, time is the asset we do not get back. So you spending it here, giving some, you drop some golden nuggets. If I have ever heard them here today. Um, and, uh, and I'm just so grateful for, you know, you taking the time out and, uh, and talking with us here today. Happy to be on. I appreciate your time. Awesome. Hey, everybody listening, you create a great day. Go follow my man Abraham on Twitter and also uh, his IRL on Instagram. You guys are on Facebook, LinkedIn, everything else, right? With IRL? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Go follow them. But we're most active on. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say we're most active on Insta at IRL and IRL.com. Epic. Epic. Okay. Go follow those. Abraham, thank you again so much, brother. 
Uh, wish you the best in the rest of your 2020 with IRL moving forward. And I'm sure we will be hearing from you and seeing you again. Most definitely. All right, man. Create a great day. Thank you.